help me welcome for the first time to the show, David Williams. Thank you for being on with me. How are you, man? I'm fantastic. And CL, thank you for having me. And you're right. We're spending a lot of taxpayer money. We have gone from the benchmark of billions to now trillions. I mean, trillions. Members of Congress are speaking about trillions like it's just a you know chump change, but it's obviously a lot of money. David, uh, what duty do we have as citizens of this country, and why should we, as citizens of this country, uh, watch this? wild uh, spending that's going on. I mean, it's not that we don't care. Of course, we care about our fellow man. But what safeguards are we trying to enforce here? Well, first and foremost, it's about our money as taxpayers. But it's also about our families and what's happened to our families over the past two or three months. When you look at the small businesses around this country, 33 million small businesses that were basically just put on hold because the government said so. I mean, this is, you know, let's remember, the government shut these businesses down. These people did not shut their own businesses down. The government mandated that they shut down. And, you know, enough is enough. And we need to get back to work. And these are, you know, personal stories. These are people that invested their 401ks, that spent a lot of money to open a small business, whether it's two or three people or 50 people. They have risked their life savings to open these businesses. And now they don't know what to do. And it breaks my heart to see small businesses in such turmoil. You know, David, you remind me of the words of our founders when they pledged to each other, those 56 signers of the Constitution. We pledge our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor to one another. And that's what we are pledging now. We must reopen this up again because the consequences means death anyway, folks. I want you to understand that. We cannot uh, survive as a nation if, in fact, we don't work. It's, it's never been programmed that way. If, if you're a Christian, God never programmed it that way. By the sweat of our brow, we just eat meat. That's the way we're supposed to do it. And so, David, when we think about uh, how we have lost or we're losing, I don't think we've totally lost control of it. If we were reining in the people we elect to office, we can control this again. But what must the American people do? Uh, tell us what your organization is about. Why did you found such an organization? So I've been doing this for 27 years for a long time, and I started this organization nine years ago. And really what my goal is is to educate people about what's happening inside of Washington, D.C., whether it's Republicans or Democrats. I want people to know what's happening on a day-to-day -day basis inside the Beltway inside Washington, D.C. And believe it or not, CL, I've been able to maintain my sanity the 27 years that I've been <laughs> in Washington, D.C. I know it sounds uh, pretty incredible, but yes, I've maintained my sanity. But I, I always urge people to get involved. And when they see something they don't like or they do like, it's to contact their member of Congress. And I really can identify with these protests, whether it's in Michigan or other parts of the country, is that people want their lives back. And we are seeing a, a line, a very clear line between government officials who want to shut down the government and the free market, the people that want to reopen. And I think it's, uh, it's inspiring. I mean, it breaks my heart, like I said, but it's inspiring to see people that are so passionate about this, that they're going out and they're protesting and they want to get this economy open up again. Listen, this was a red hot economy before it was shut down. We had tax reform, we had regulatory relief, 
I mean, this thing was chugging along. It was the envy of other countries. You talk to other countries and talk about tax reform, they say, well, now we have to compete with the United States. It was the exact opposite during the Obama administration is that other countries didn't worry about the U.S. and our tax code because it was such a mess. But now that we streamlined it, we cut taxes, other countries are jealous. Really? So we had an amazing economy up until this – the Wuhan flu uh, came along. And that's exactly what it was, folks. It's the Wuhan flu. But uh, what's expiring about what uh, you're, you're saying, uh, uh, David? Uh, David Williams is my special guest here today, and he is the president of Taxpayer Protection Alliance. Tell us, David, uh, how to get a hold of you, how to have people bring you to their churches, synagogues, or places of gathering uh, once we are, are back in the saddle. And I have a feeling we're going to be back in the saddle pretty soon. We will be. I believe in this country, you know, deeply, and I believe that we are uh, we are going to rebound. Our website is protectingtaxpayers.org. We have so much information. We talk about the Food and Drug Administration. We talk about the World Health Organization and just how they have failed the American taxpayer. But the World Health Organization has failed the world when it comes to health care. Uh, you know, just one quick number I want to give out there is that the World Health Organization spends $30,000 per employee per year on travel. This is first-class travel. These are people that refuse to drive in a Jeep. They have to take helicopters from you know place to place. So we're talking about an organization that is completely run amok of health care, of helping people, and of looking out for the taxpayer. So when Donald Trump made this announcement that he wanted to cut funding to the World Health Organization, I was ecstatic because I've been talking about this for years and just how the World Health Organization is a highly political organization that has been just taking hundreds of millions and billions of dollars from the American taxpayer. We are getting nothing. We are getting nothing for that money. Wow. David, when we're talking about the $3 trillion that uh, uh, Nancy and of course, we spent money uh, already. Well, we haven't really spent all of the money that we've allocated at the beginning. When we talk about sloth, mismanagement, and that type of thing, and we look at the pork, the earmarks that um, have gone into the building of the trillion, three trillion dollar bill, and you, you stressed coming into the show uh, just how huge a figure that is. Explain to our audience what uh, an ear, what how money is wasted through pork and earmarks, as you uh, many times uh, express. Yeah, so earmarks are basically projects that the government doesn't want. Well, the the agencies don't want to spend that money, but one member of Congress says, I want X amount of dollars to go to this program or this project. And we saw that in the $3 trillion relief bill. I mean, look at the post office. They are having such deep fiscal problems, and they... First, they got $10 billion in the first relief bill. Now they want $25 billion more. Now, listen, the post office, they were having problems when corona was just a beer and not a virus. (laughs) So why are we bailing out the post office? And there's no reforms included. So it's just here's a blank check. You don't have to do anything to reform the way that you're doing business. And that's just irresponsible. I mean – there's not a, I mean, I wish there was a better word than irresponsible because it goes way beyond being irresponsible to give a blank check to an agency that has no plans for reform. Be sure to go to uh, follow me on Twitter 
at Rev C L Brian David exactly what you're talking about. I uh, asked the question: Americans, are we sure we know what this money's being spent for? Twenty-five billion uh, to the post office? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give me a break uh, here! And they're going to raise they're going to raise the price of stamps again anyway, uh, folks. I mean, so uh, we're being played, David. You, you're you're shedding the light on it. Uh, for sure, sloth, mismanagement. Is that the way um, America has done business? How long have we done business like that? How long have you noticed? You've been doing this for 27 years. You've been up there in the belly of the beast for 27 years. How long have you been seeing it happen? For 27 years, unfortunately, <laughs> members, you know, members of Congress don't change unless we force them to. Because Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, we had this explosion of earmarks. We had a, um, an indoor rainforest in Iowa. We had all these crazy projects. The Tiger Woods Foundation back in the day received an earmark, a federal earmark. Come on, Tiger Woods, you know, the, the richest man probably in the world or close to it, you know, gets an earmark from the federal government. Yeah. But you know why they stopped doing it? It's because we forced them to. We said, no more. We're not going to reelect you. If you keep on adding these earmarks, we're not going to reelect you. They don't do this out of the goodness of their own hearts. They do this because they're shamed into it, because they have to. And that's why it's so important come November that people know exactly what's in these relief bills and just how much money we're spending. And see, I just can't get over the fact that we're talking about trillions now when we look at pieces of legislation. It's just, it's mind boggling to think that this is just you know, the, the new standard, and I don't want to be the new standard, but uh, it has become that. And both, listen, both parties have really accepted this and talking about trillions and relief bills that just my eyes glaze over at times. Taxpayer protection, no, protectingtaxpayers.org, protectingtaxpayers.org. Go there, check out his work, because, friends, the word that is coming to you and it's gospel. We're being duped. We're being duped. And we need to wake up and we need to stand up against those people we have placed in office. We need to jerk their chains because we still have our hands on the chain. We pay their salaries. We do it. And we do still march to the voting booths to either elect or, or reelect these people to office. We're still in charge of this country, so let's take charge of it. And David is, is telling us uh, this. We need to uh, make sure that we have a, a steady hand on our economic future. David, uh, give the people one more time uh, uh, your uh, contact and how to get in touch. We're at protectingtaxpayers.org. We update the website almost daily, and we look at so many you know different issues. We want people to be involved. So protectingtaxpayers.org. Send me an email through the website more than happy to chat to anybody because we need to this is the time for us to take our country back and make sure that we're in control of the country and not bureaucrats god bless and keep you man continue to fight the good fight i know that you will because you are fighting the good fight david williams thank you for being on with me we'll talk to you soon